0: Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, we're looking to start our week, like we do most weeks, with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're looking at Psalm 111 and 112 today along with Proverbs 28, and I'm not going to give any uh, backdrop or anything, I'm just going to get right into it, we're going to read Psalm 111, and then I'm going to go back through and point out some things, and we're going to connect some verses, but I will tell you one thing, we're going to be talking about the fear of the Lord, and obedience to his commands. Let's begin. Psalm 111, King James Bible. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable. And glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment, all his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people, he hath commanded his covenant forever, holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. So there is Psalm 111. couple of things. The first verse... Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. One of the unfortunate things, I think, is that first phrase, praise ye the Lord, as far as the English translation is because what is there in Hebrew is actually hallelujah. So, it should read, hallelujah. I will praise Yehovah with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. Now, praise ye the Lord, or praise ye Yehovah is a fair English translation. However, hallelujah is one of those words that I think everyone who has followed the Lord for a small amount of time knows the word regardless of where you are in the world, right? Everyone has heard hallelujah. And I just kind of wish it said hallelujah there in the King James Bible. Now, it does say that in in the hallelujah scriptures. However, the reason I didn't read from that is because they replace the word fear with reverence. And to me, that doesn't quite... Hit it. It is reverence. It is a f- reverence, but there's also an actual fear, I believe, that's being uh, put. Like, I, th- I think the King James does a good job of, of translating that as fear, because it's more than just I re- revere you. It is an actual fear also of the magnitude of God. So, hallelujah. I will praise Jehovah with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of Jehovah are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. So let's go to the last verse. The fear of Jehovah is the beginning of under, the fear of Jehovah is the beginning of wisdom and a good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Now that is a phrase that we have all heard. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You can't begin to have any wisdom if you don't have a proper fear of God. Job says, And unto man he said, Job twenty-eight twenty-eight. Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom and to depart from evil is understanding. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding and then the book of Ecclesiastes ends with this verse. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. So Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, son of David, Wrote many of the proverbs that you read. Wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. Why is this man to ever live? Says here's the conclusion of the the whole thing. What's my purpose? What am I supposed to... Here's the conclusion of the whole thing. Here's the most important thing. Here's what matters above all things. And if you're doing these things, the other things are going to fall in place. Here's the conclusion. First... Fear God. Keep his commandments. That is the whole duty of man. That is your purpose. That's all of our purpose. Fear God and keep his commandments. Revelation 22. Let's read that real quick before we move on to Psalm 112. If you go to Revelation 22 and you just look at verse 10 through 14, here's what it says. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the Beginning, and the End, the First and the Last. Blessed are they that do his commandments. That they may have the right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. Let's read Psalm 112 real quickly here, and then we'll move on to our Proverbs. Ten verses starts out the same way, hallelujah, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with direction. I'm sorry. Let me reread that. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affair with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be an everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed, he hath given to the poor, His righteousness endureth forever, his horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved, he shall gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. That is Psalm 112. True faith, right? True faith is unmoved in a time of trouble. As the psalm says here, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed trusting in the Lord. But his blessing starts like it says here at the beginning of of the verse, at the beginning of the chapter. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. It's not just, oh, I'm going to obey because I fear God. I am, I delight in his commandments. I delight in obedience to God. That's what makes me happy. The Apostle John, what does he say? Here's how we know that we love God, we, that we obey his commandments, and his commandments are not Grievous. It's not a burden to obey God, it's my great pleasure, it's my great honor. I love His commandments. I know that it leads to goodness and blessing. I know that it leads to inheritance. I know that it's right and good, I delight in it, and I hateth evil. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Well, that is Psalm 111 and 112. I hope that that's offered you some strength and encouragement. Let's wrap it up with some wisdom from the Proverbs. Proverbs 28. Warnings and instructions continued. Open up your heart. Let's see what it has to say for us this morning. wicked flee when no man pursueth but the righteous are bold as a lion please note I'm sorry I have to stop right away is is that the phrase that would describe God's people today bold as lions It almost seems like the opposite. It is the wicked who have no fear and are bold. And it seems like the average Christian, at least here in the West, is easily feared, or easily caused to fear. But that's not the way it's supposed to be. The wicked flee. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as lions. It goes back to that psalm we just read. He's not afraid in that day because his heart is fixed on trusting the Lord. Verse 2. For the transgression of the land many are the princes thereof But by a man of understanding and knowledge The state thereof shall be prolonged A poor man that oppresses the poor Is like sweeping rain which leaveth no food They that forsake the law praise the wicked But such as keep the law contend with them Evil men understand not judgment, but they seek the Lord, but they that seek the Lord understand all things. Better is the poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that is perverse in his ways, though he be rich. Whoso keepeth the law is a wise son, but he that is a companion of riotous men, shameth his father. He that by usury and unjust gain increases his substance, he shall gather it for him that will pity the poor. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Hmm. let's read that again this is, this is important why are my prayers not listened to why does it seem like I pray and I pray but God does not hear me or he's ignoring me the Psalms say if I regard iniquity in my heart if I try to hide my sin God will not hear me I believe it's Peter in the New Testament that says, you know, honor your wife so that your prayers will be heard. There are things and behaviors that can be in your life that hinder prayer. I know that that seems opposite in our day of we can do whatever we want and God still blesses us and gives us everything in the world. Uh Wrong. There are conditions. Not everything is unconditional. I don't know where that nonsense started. There's blessing and obedience. And there's judgment and disobedience. Plain and simple. Listen closely. Open up your hearts and hear the truth. He that turn awayeth his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. If you're walking in sin, you have no regard for the commandments of God and the truth of his ways and walking in righteousness or in holiness, then don't be surprised when your prayers don't go past the ceiling. Verse 10, Whoso causes the righteous to go astray in an evil way, he shall fall himself into his own pit, but the upright shall have good things in possession. The rich man is wise in his own conceit, but the poor that hath understanding searches him out. When righteous men do rejoice there is great glory but when the wicked rise a man is hidden. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper but whosoever confesses and forsaketh them shall have mercy. That's important friends. No matter what you're struggling with if there's a sin In your life that's a struggle, even if it's been going on for 15 years and every day you have to fight with it and battle it and resist it and sometimes you fail, keep confessing that sin to God. Keep asking God for help. Do not try to cover it up. When you confess those things to God, there's mercy. Jesus talks about the Pharisee, and then you have like the humble man, right? The Pharisees says, I'm glad I'm not like this guy over here. I fast every week. I do all this. I do all that. And then the humble man, what's he doing? It says that he's beating his chest. Unable to even look up to heaven saying, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's the attitude and the posture that God shows compassion and mercy to. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesses and forsaketh them shall have mercy. You confess the sin and you forsake the sin. And if you fall, you do it again tomorrow. Verse 14, happy is the man that feareth alway, but he that hardeneth his heart shall fall into mischief. As a roaring lion and a raging bear, so is a wicked ruler over the poor people. So true. The prince that wanteth understanding is also a great oppressor. But he that hateth covetousness shall prolong his days. A man that doeth violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit. Let no man stay him. Whosoever walketh uprightly shall be saved, but he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once." He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread, but he that followeth after vain persons shall have poverty enough. A faithful man shall abound with blessing, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. To have respect of persons is not good, for for a piece of bread that man will transgress. He that hasteth to be rich have an evil eye, and considereth not the poverty that shall come upon him. What's the lesson here? Because it's been said more than once about hasting to be rich, and how it's evil. When that's your mission in life, that's your main concern in life, When you're seeking after the riches of this world as opposed to the riches offered in the kingdom of God, it's evil. And it's going to lead to evil. Because the only way to really obtain it, unless aside from God just blessing you because he wants to use you, there's a difference between God led me to do this thing and this thing and it led to this thing and it led to this thing and he prospered it and... as opposed to I set out my mission is about being rich there's a whole different posture because the only way to get that to get there is to step on some people and to make some do you see what I'm saying do you see where I'm going with this how there's a difference between God blessed and prospered the work of my hands as opposed to my mission in life is to seek after wealth that's what it's warning about here. Verse 23. He that rebuketh a man afterwards shall find more favor than he that flattereth with the tongue. Five more verses. Whosoever robbeth his father or his mother and saith it, and saith it is no transgression. The same is the companion of a destroyer. He that is a proud heart stirreth up strife. But he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack. But he that hideth thys shall have many a curse. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves. But when they perish, the righteous increase. That, my friends, is our wisdom and encouragement to start this week from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. And I pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you have been blessed, strengthened, and encouraged to start this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for praying for me while I was out of town Uh, Thank you for those of you who support this mission of truth. It's far beyond what I deserve. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.